Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Are you someone who feels guilty if you're not doing something productive? Well, we always have an odd one in the crowd. So it's kind of odd. That's decidedly odd. Doesn't that strike you as a little bit odd? No, that doesn't strike me as a little bit odd. It's the Bob and Sherry Oddcast. The stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, or shouldn't do on the regular show. Now, here's the Oddcast. Are you one of these people? I think you are, Bob. State it again. Someone who feels guilty if... He's not doing something productive. That's what my wife says. Someone who's not good at relaxing. That's what my wife says. Yep. And I look back at my life and I used to have no trouble at all being lazy for many, many years. And yet now I find myself, I'm in motion. She wrote about me uh, with the uh, uh, newsletter and she said, Bob will never really have a weight problem because he does not stop fidgeting or moving. He's in constant. He's constantly moving, and I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know uh, if it's um, anxiety. I can't figure it out. I don't know what happened to either one of us because I can distinctly remember, um, like a rainy afternoon, reading for two hours. Yeah, yeah. And now, if I sit down. I I feel like you got time to lean, you got time to clean. <laughs> like I just yeah. have to stand back up and do something. Yeah, and and I don't know how that's happened. And I've been trying so hard to break that habit. That's why, like, I'm such a hamster in a wheel. That's why my sister wife Joni, Kevin's first wife, said to me, "Girl, we have to teach you to do needlepoint. It's yoga for the mind. It'll force you to be still." And you see how, like, I can sit on a plane for two hours right. and be, like, completely calm now mm-hmm. in a way that I couldn't before. That's nice. I, I noticed that, uh, I was noticing that Mary would be in the house and I would be cleaning, picking up stuff, uh, recycling. We have uh, an acre and three quarters. There's always some tree that's fallen down. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff with a house. Um, you know, is the uh, cat's litter box changed? Did we get a bottle of wine for dinner later on? And I thought, well, you know, it's it's part of being married. But then she'd go away with her girlfriends for three or four days or with her kids for a week. And I still kept it up. You know, I got to get the dog walked. The dog has, uh, it's, it's 830. I'm going to watch a little bit of news like it's a Saturday morning. And I got to get the dog walked before it gets too hot. So let's get out there. Now it's 11 o'clock. I got to get something to eat. Let me get him taken care of first. Let's go back out and do that. I have got to uh, clean out those flower box. And it's just all day long. And all of a sudden, I find it's 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And I have not sat down with the New York Times 
and leisurely read. The only break I take is if I close my eyes to take a nap for 20 minutes. I don't know what it is. It's really toxic. And it is toxic. It's really toxic. And um, a couple of nights ago, I came home from picking care of me up from dance. And I just, I walked through the door and I felt like I walked through the door and right into a wall of just complete, not physical tiredness, not sleepy tiredness, mental exhaustion. Well, <laughs> like I felt like yeah. if you asked me right now, yeah. To tell you what my social security number is, I don't think I could. Yeah. And it's because um, we we are not good at downtime. And it's not just us. This I read this article online. Max read it, too, because he has a little bit of what we have. Like, Max used to be a lot better at chilling, too, and that's gone now. Like, he's, like, on the hamster wheel with us as well. And so he read this article, and I read it, about it's it's not just us. It's... There's this thing in our culture, there's this idea that we have to be available all the time and we have to be productive all the time and we end up zoning out. So we're not really being productive, but we're not really relaxing either. Mm -hmm. We're just like, Uh. we're just like zombies in Mm -hmm. pause mode. We're missing out on all the benefits that come with being able to just chill. We eat lunch at our desks. Uh, we eat in the car. We're racing around. We're doing three things at once. Checking your phone 80,000 times a day. And even something that should be like purely pleasurable, like watching TV, now there's pressure on that because there are so many things that you're supposed to watch. I'm glad you said that. That you feel terrible that you're not yep. watching all of them. And then there are new movies out, especially if you're doing this job. I went for months without watching a movie. And I just said, man, you have got to be able to take in movies. They're, they're, they're cultural touchstones. You can't be referring to movies from 10 years ago on the radio show. I know this is a little bit of shop talk here, but it's it's what I go through. And so I, I just, I saw in the last week, I've seen four movies, you know, just to try to get in touch with what everybody's seeing. And that's just movies in the theaters. When you add all of the stuff that's streaming now. I can't even remember half of the services. It's like a, a new service for entertainment comes out every month. More of the best of the Bob and Cherry Oddcast coming up. Now back to the Bob and Cherry Oddcast. So I'll tell you something that happened a um, long time ago. Olivia was, my daughter Olivia was a baby. And it was a beautiful, she was like maybe seven or eight months old. It was a beautiful fall day. And so at like four o'clock in the afternoon, I put her in her stroller, her jog stroller, and we went for a walk. We walked for like three hours. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful. It's nice. And I got her home and, you know, fed her, nursed her, gave her a bath, put her in her little jammies, got her all snuggled up into bed. And um, fell asleep myself. And it was a great, I just felt completely rejuvenated. Yeah. So I come into work the next day and we do the show and whatever. And I get um, an email from the program director at the radio station at the time. Can you see me in my office before you leave? And so I go, I'm like, "What? yeah, what's up? What do you need? And he said, I need you to sit down. So I sit down. I'm like, yes. And he said, Um, You need to understand something. 
uh, you are paid to be on top of things. And today on the show, you said that you didn't watch the Country Music Awards because you were out walking your baby. And the audience doesn't need to know that. And that's not what we pay you for. you. That's what I said. Good. I looked at him and I said, well, my first take on that is you. You tell me how to live my life. Don't you ever tell me that it's my, that I'm getting paid to watch the mother country music awards. One, we're not a country station. And two, well, that was not what he was expecting. You're kidding. You're ki- but he knew us. He sat there and, and he was like, well, this, it's your job. I said, no, no, that's not my job. It's not. It is not my job to be available 24 hours a day. Let and me- if that's the job, and I stood up and said, if that's the job, I don't want the job. And he went like this. Now, 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 I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. No, and here's, let me let me expand on that. God, it was infuriated. I'm still infuriated by it. Take away the, the country music thing. Take away that... Um, you weren't. Let, let's say it was the Grammy Awards. Who cares? Yeah. Okay. The people have already watched the Grammy Awards. For us to just talk about the Grammy Awards is just wah, wah, wah. What the show has done over the years is allowed you to relate to people. I'll just use you as an example. To relate to women about what an experience you had with your daughter. That's the sort of thing that endears you because it connects with human beings on a real plane. Anybody can say, I can't believe that Name the Artist won a Grammy Award. But so many people in, in the business back then, especially, were just so superficial. The idea that a human being on the radio could talk about their own lives and relate it to the lives of listeners, that didn't make sense to a lot, especially guys. Well, and there was some subtext with this guy. The two of us drove him crazy. And on any given day, it was hard for him to pick which one of us was driving him crazier. Yeah. He really, like, we drove him crazy. Right. And so, but we didn't give him much to work with because we showed up every day sober and on time and did our jobs, right? right? We did everything we were being asked to do. He had been in that, I realized in that moment, he had been lying in wait, just waiting for one of us to serve him up a reason. Right. But even then, and I'm terrible at relaxing, and I am terrible at being chill, and I'm terrible at calming the hell down. But from the very beginning, I was never confused about what my priorities were. And yeah, I have to I have to have a job. I am not a person who can afford to not work. But there was no way that this job was going to be more important to me than putting my baby in a stroller on an afternoon and taking her for a walk. And there's no way that I want to go through a career where the only thing I do is what they call relatables. Oh, Bob and Sherry watched the Country Music Awards last night. They're just like me. That's that's not really what makes you unique, and it's not really what the audience wants. The audience, number one, wants to laugh. Number two, they want to think that... Um, you're bringing them some information that they didn't know, right? And I think number three is a shared experience. That's different from a relatable. A shared experience of walking your daughter for three hours and then the two of you falling asleep is a wonderful connection to women because they every woman has probably done something like that. And for you, 
because you're a great wordsmith, to be able to put that into a little story is such a gift that not many people have on the radio. Anybody can say congratulations to Dolly for the Lifetime Achievement Award. Okay. Travis Tritt doesn't need me. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's doing all right. Right. My little baby daughter needed me. And so one of the things, so, all right, so this is an inside look. This is some shop talk. So since we're talking about this, um, one of the things that uh, the proliferation of um, smartphones and really smartphones more than even iPads or computers, it put all the kind of crap that people used to turn to a show like ours for in the palm of their hand. That's right. So like you don't need me or Bob to tell you who the nominees for the Oscars are. No. You probably saw it on your phone before we had a chance to tell you about it. I get up in the morning sometimes. It's it's before five o'clock and occasionally my wife is already awake and she's next to me with a phone and that's what she's looking at. She's already got her news feed. Well, so we have to. Our job is really to bring some stuff that nobody's heard before. And believe me, this is the show. This is a show that can do stories about blowfish lamps. This is um, like when I walk into the kitchen and my husband, who is basically Daniel Boone with a phone, when I walk into the kitchen in the morning and my husband says, well, sweet me, let me tell you about your boy Leonardo DiCaprio. If he knows it, then you know. already know it. I know. That's exactly and right. And so Bob and I are like, you know, it would just be lazy mm-hmm. to sit here and do news, essentially news feed mm-hmm. radio. Mm-hmm. A rehash. A rehash of the news yeah. feed. It's so, like, we have become so plugged in 24 hours a day. This go, And this, this goes back to the fact that, like, you're never not at work, right? There are jobs. I know people and you know people where their bosses expect them to be available to take a call or answer an email at 11 o'clock on a Tuesday night. That's the world we live in. Add to that. And it's not good for our souls, much less our bodies or brains. Add to that the atmosphere that we are living in in this country and i'm not going down a political rat hole here but there is so much animosity and so many things that happen on a daily basis that used to take weeks to be blown up in the news and now it's a boom boom it, it could happen two or three in an hour and you're saying i gotta know the latest thing that's just happened And that adds to the atmosphere of not being able to calm down. I'll tell you what what I I force myself to do, and I hope other people do this if they're in the same boat that that we are. When I take my dog out for a walk, it, it is a very chilling experience for me. I love it. I love going with him. And the two of us, I try to keep him going. Because, you know, you've read if if your dog stops to uh, go to the bathroom 50 times, you're not really getting any exercise if he's sniffing everything. So I try to keep him moving along as much as possible. And I also make an ass out of myself when sometimes when there's nobody around, I, I, I try to keep moving while he's sniffing some bush somewhere, right? I just try to keep moving, to try to keep kind it going. Kind of trotting in place or whatever. I, I don't really trot in place, but I, I mean, I'll go sideways, I'll go the other sideways. And some maybe I will try it anyway. I try to keep moving, but I, I, I know where the benches are in the parks that I go to, and I know the ones that are in the shade, and we're halfway through, and now I sit down, and I say, get over here, Finn, and I just pet him, and I look at the little pond or whatever. Yep. Now, he's looking up at me like, what? But um, 
that helps me to to calm down. I've, what am I rushing back to the house for? A, a more uh, uh, news feeds on television, which I shouldn't be watching? No, just sit there and enjoy nature. Um, think about the first lines of um, the Walt Whitman poem, Leaves of Grass. He says, well, it begins with, I celebrate myself and sing myself. But then he says, I loaf and invite my soul. I lean and loaf at my ease, observing a spear of summer grass. And, and what is that poem but just a whole hymn to slowing down and just taking in the world? Even if you look like you're not doing anything, you're just sitting there and you're feeling the sun on your back or you're, the breeze coming through your hair. You're looking at the grass. Maybe you're looking at a ladybug. But what you're not doing is trying to be productive. Right. Because it's a toxic way to live. And you and I have only gotten worse instead of better. Yeah, I know. I just feel if I'm not doing something that I'm going to pay for it down the road. If I'm not going online to check my bank account, I'm going to bounce a check or I'm going to not have enough money in the account or, or whatever. So that's I'm, I'm checking that all the time. Have I paid everybody? Am I taking care of the relative I take care of? Um, but sometimes you just have to have, as they say in the White House, executive time where you just do what you need to do in a quiet way. And it shouldn't be something that is so far down on your priority list that it's the thing that gets scrubbed. Right, Max? Like, so you say to yourself, like right now, we're all going to commit. You know what? Today, I'm going to spend some time. I don't know how much time because I'm not going to put any parameters on it. I'm going to spend some time just doing nothing. I'm going to open myself up to whatever happens in that moment. Maybe I'll be bored. Maybe I'll fall asleep. Maybe I'll think my thoughts. Whatever right? We'll all commit to that. But then the day will start coming at you at a thousand miles an hour. And pretty soon that time that you set aside for yourself, that got bypassed because you're out of dog food or your kid needs a specific kind of notebook or somebody is on the phone and they're having a crisis and they need to talk it out. And so you'll roll into the end of the day physically mentally, emotionally, and spiritually exhausted. And you will have made yourself the lowest and least priority. I think what I need to do is to have some sort of something that I, that will be a trigger for me where I sort of put myself in a little capsule, go back in time to a place where I could do nothing. Now for me, very often that was French class. (laughs) So if I could, you know, mentally ah. transport myself back to French class in seventh grade, I know I was doing nothing, right? <laughs> you probably, to bring Walt Whitman back into it, you probably did more loafing and inviting of your soul in French probably, class than probably. any other time and in I, your you know, life. And I regret it because it's such a beautiful language. If I could speak any language, it would be Italian or French. You know, one of the most awful things that anyone has ever said to me was about this time a year ago when a coworker said to me, I was heading to the airport and a coworker said to me, listen, there's probably Wi-Fi on the plane. I'm going to send you something if you could edit it. 
Oh, oh the please. plane. The plane. Not to sound like tattoo. The plane. <laughs> the plane. I know. That's where I read like for fun and pleasure. Yeah, yeah. The plane is where I'm going to watch a movie. The plane is where I'm going to stitch my cat needle point. I don't want to edit your fucking document when, on the plane. When, when we were flying to uh, Dallas for our latest loss... When we were flying, oh. <laughs> oh I have God. to use the, I have to use that word. Um, we Sherry got us first class tickets, and and it was great. And you know, we, Mary and I sat down, and the Bloody Mary came over. We had a Bloody Mary, and she's reading something, and I've got the New York Times, and I'm reading something, and she whispered in my ear. I don't want to land. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and she knows how much, uh, you know, I, I don't really enjoy flying, but it was one of those flights where there wasn't one bump. There wasn't one screaming baby. There was nobody who smelled. And you just had all that time. The only rough part of that flight was the landing. Here's what the landing felt like. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Captain Ron from the uh, cockpit. Uh, we're going to be about 10 minutes away from touching down in Dallas. And my basic plan is I'm just going to hit the brakes and drop this f***er onto the tarmac. Because that's what happened. It did. We went from like, vroom, kabam, kabam, kabam. I know. Does, you know, does this piss you off? It, it, it's it's really, when you get right down to it, aviation, flying is just an amazing thing. So you're, you're 800 miles, 900 miles, maybe 2,000 miles away, right? And you get on the plane, you're going to go 2,000 miles on the plane. It is amazing that in a matter of uh, four hours, three and a half hours, you can... You're on the other side of America. On the, on, in an enormous country. You're on the other side of the country. And, and these talented pilots and the people that are in the control towers have brought you there safely. And this amazing silver bird brings you to the exact point from LAX or wherever yep. wherever it is. And you land, and then you hear the announcement. We don't have a place to uh, taxi to at this time. They're uh, going to be searching for uh, a spot for us. Probably, uh, it'll be another 20 minutes or so. No. You knew we were coming. <laughs> well, this you isn't knew. a surprise. You knew that we were coming. This isn't the old Lucy show in no. color. Ding dong. Is that you, American <laughs> Airlines? What are you doing here? It's, it's like, I'm picturing ground control in Dallas going, y'all, did someone forget to tell me that a plane was coming in today with 300 people on it? We had that twice. Yeah. We had that twice in, in 24 hours. We had a flight that was a, because we were connecting. We The second flight was, how long was it? Um, 17 to 20 minutes. We waited a half an hour to find a place to deplane. Yep. The actual flight was 17 to 20 minutes. And, and, and. Again, they knew we were a coming. Apparently, they didn't. Apparently, that was just the biggest surprise of all I, I time. Just, I just don't understand that. <laughs> and it's also unsettling when, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, from the cockpit, uh, we're, uh, we're here, but um, they need to find a gate for us. Yeah, wouldn't, you like to, wouldn't you like to be in control? And, and you hear this. Hey, Bill. This guy, Bob, and his wife and some other people are flying in from Dallas-Fort Worth. I know. I know. I didn't know they were coming either. I can't find them a gate. Do you know? Have you got a gate anywhere over there? I mean, come on. 
It's the it's the darndest thing. But the plane for me has become the place yeah. where you can't call me or text me. And yeah, I know there's Wi-Fi on the plane, but I ain't using it to edit a document. I don't want to work on the plane if I right. don't have to. All right. Well, I did you to, say no? Did you like, say tattoo, no? I want to have fun on the plane. Yeah, I did said no. no. Good. I said, I don't work on planes. I drink on planes and I watch zombie movies on planes. That is it for today's podcast. <laughs> try. What an ending. Yeah. Try to do as Walt Whitman did. Yeah. Try to loaf and invite your soul. Right. Because if you don't, you're just going to be productive and then one day you're going to die. And all that crap that felt like so important and productive, somebody is going to come scoop it all up to a box and throw it in the dumpster. That's right. That is, when you step back from that. Yep. That's a crazy way to live, y'all. New episodes of the Oddcast every Monday, Friday. Drop us a review. Give us, hopefully, a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts so that we can spread the word and keep this bad boy in business. And check out Fun Size, hosted by our very own Max, which is about 10 minutes long, and new episodes deliver every Thursday afternoon. We so appreciate your listening. We'll see you next time. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry Podcast and the Bob and Sherry Oddcast. We would love if you would subscribe, rate, and review And share it with a friend on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again for listening. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day. And here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are one in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.